0: Hey everybody, Simon here. Just want to give you a heads up about the little audio issue from last week's stream. I had a little technical difficulty with StreamYard and it accidentally recorded using my built-in microphone from my laptop rather than my external microphone. So if you hear some weird noises coming from my end, that is all on me. We'll catch you guys next week with the audio will definitely be fixed. <laughs> we mm-hmm.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Tech That Doesn't Bite cast. Ah! My name is Jeff Worden, and with me always is my colleague, my cohort, my comrade, Simon C. Hello, everybody. <laughs> How's it going, buddy? I, I do Dr. Nick. I, don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> hey, everybody. Buddy. Yeah, we should I all do Dr. Nick. <laughs> came out of nowhere. Sorry about that. I don't know. Just... You get possessed as a voice actor, I understand that, so it's all good. Former. Former, uh, former voice. Well, I'm still a voice actor. But yeah, you're, yeah. yeah, okay. You're a former voice actor. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. How's it
0: going, buddy? I'm doing good. Good. Uh, it's uh, been a fast week.
1: Seems that way.
0: Yeah. It seems
1: that way. It's like I mean, of right, it's, like
0: yeah. it's already Friday. Yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, see, yesterday would have been tax day, but we got the one month extension to May 17th. So, some people are probably like oh, I've got another month now. supposed to like scrambling just to get it done anyways and be done with it and solve that problem. Whatever
0: about that. Yeah, hey, no, I'm in one of those categories right now, okay? Right now, So <laughs> you're, you're
1: going you're gonna to wait to the last second, aren't you?
0: No. <laughs> I'm not going to wait to the last second. No, no uh, it could we'll be in a couple it. weeks. Uh-huh. I'll get it done.
1: Famous last words.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, why should I do it quicker? It's like, what? Like, the
1: government didn't do stuff fast enough for us so well th- it's the government it's not supposed to that's that's yeah. just my take on that's so you know it. sure there's how you would treat other people so i'm very
0: if they're gonna they're gonna do things that are very slow then i'm gonna do it
1: right, okay, right. so right yeah, right we'll yeah we'll see how well that goes ah, i don't feel like <laughs> paying my bills <laughs> ah, They can wait on the money no problem <laughs> <All> <laughs> nice right. nice all right my friend We've got a bunch of stories today, and yes, uh, we do. Simon, Simon, not to go and start off with a uh, story number one here. Story number one is: Let me share
0: my screen. And speaking of taxes, if you guys oh, no. are getting a refund, it's a good time to buy some Apple products. Hey, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah Get your, get what little money back you get back and pay off Apple stuff. Nice.
0: Yeah. Nice. So basically, there is going to be a spring event. Uh-huh. No. Happy, you know. Coincidentally that Apple is located in California and the event is happening on April twenty.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: So, you know, people are gonna buy a lot of stuff.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm down for that.
0: For reasons we don't know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I would hope you know, but you know, yeah. whatever however that works out. However that works So
0: out. it's something called No, this is their logo for their events called the nothing particular. Well, I don't know No, it's called Spring Loaded. I think this is just a image that's been altered. I see that. It might not be releasing like the big stuff that we always hope for. Those usually happen October. You know, June is usually their, their software stuff. Developers conference, you know, more focused on software rather than hardware. But usually around springtime, they always like do these little incremental updates for the current devices. So what they're thinking is, according to Mac Rumors and according to Gurman, is that, you know, it's going to be a a launch of a new iPad Pro, you know, higher models that feature a new mini LED display. Mm. And, you know, it's possible that it could be, you know, also for the other iPad lines, you know, from the starting iPad, the cheap iPad, and then the iPad mini. You know, okay. You know there is, there are also reports that it might be another version of a Apple Pencil, possibly. You know, like a third generation. But and also this little thing called AirTags, but I don't know. I don't know what the AirTag thing like. Little according to this is like a little tile like tracking device that you could that can be attached and used to locate items such as keys, bags, and more. So it's like okay. <laughs> I I mean it. It's not gonna be. It, it sounds boring on paper, a little bit. But, you know, Apple does it in a not so boring way. Well, particularly now with their virtual events, you know everything's pre-recorded and you know they, it's all fancy looking. And now they're shooting it from their, with their news, Apple right, headquarters. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're like doing these like weird, weird 360 camera angle spins. Like you know, because you know you use so much now. They're not. They're not presenting in a live audience. So, they're all doing it like a virtual event. Right, right, right. So, yeah. So, I'm thinking it's just mostly going to be just iPads. No, I think definitely the iPad Pro needs to be updated. It's been quite a while already. Hmm. So, you know, maybe the, uh, low, the level entry iPad, that was just updated last year. But, you know, more than Apple. you got to update every year. So,
1: well, yeah, you got to come up with something new and innovative. You got to keep the sales rolling. And I mean, the company is supposed to be worth like some $2 trillion. It's not just going to pay itself, but you got to keep bringing the money in. So yeah, 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 no, I get that. I get that. So, so I, I'm
0: thinking it's just going to be iPads, Well, maybe Apple Pencil, but it's, it's not going to be the traditional October event where like, hey. Here's our brand new iPhone or here are our brand new Macs. Like,
1: nah <laughs> I think
0: I mean those. Your you know, love this still-
1: phone, it's yeah. fantastic.
0: I mean those are coming but not in this month. Obviously. Right on. Because it just right doesn't on. it's it's ever been announced in April. It's always later hmm. on. Later late next All right. later in the year. So mostly the fall season is where the new products will come out. so but you know I'll be surprised if you know, all of a sudden, some of the Macs might be updated quietly. Sometimes they do, like, these quiet updates. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. you don't even notice it until other people point it out. It's like, hey, did they update this? And then, you know, people will write articles. Like, yeah, they did update. Maybe just a processor or something like that. But nothing. like right on. So, Very cool. if you guys Very cool. are, you know, looking for a new iPad Pro. I would say wait for April 20th see what they announce. Right, right. And if it's something you still want to get, yeah, then you will get the
1: brand new products. Right. Well, if it's anything like getting a like getting a new car, wait a couple months, make sure they got all the tweaks and, and quirks out of it, then buy it. That, that's the route I'd probably go. But, hey, yeah, if you want to get the bleeding edge of tech, there you go. That's the way to do it. Wait till after April or something.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, if you wait after April, you're kind of outdated already. Oh,
1: well, That <laughs> <So, laughs> <laughs> darn two-week-old technology, it's yeah. obsolete already. Yeah. You'll yeah. we'll get
0: day one. You get like a month there? That's ah, it's old now.
1: Yeah, it's I know. Like you're, you're like a month high. Dang it all. <laughs> I mean yeah, it at Christmas.
0: I mean it's just like well. the, the you know, the iPhone twelve. You know, they're already room they're already talking about the iPhone thirteen. Like I got this yeah. in November. Right now it's like what, April? Yeah. Yeah, you're you're what, yeah, you're six you're, months right there. Yeah, you're already it's already considered old.
1: <laughs> <laughs> During six months old technology <laughs> yes. God jeez. Yeah, man. so that's,
0: that's that's
1: the technology though. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That is true. Well, since you happened to mention about time passing and being obsolete and all this other stuff, Google has a, has a new feature that they added to their Google Earth services. It's called Time Lapse. Now, Time Lapse is actually kind of interesting. Uh, apparently, they had a lot of fun. They introduced this out last week. And this new feature, Time Lapse, actually will show viewers 3D models of our planet Using some 24 million satellite images dating as far back as 1984 to the present day, right? Completely insane! Wow, I know it. It, blew, it kind of blew my mind while I was reading about this. Uh, so Google worked with several government agencies and groups like NASA, the U.S. Geological Survey, um, and even the European Union uh, Copernicus program. Now, and and, and the level of, of of tech required to pull this off. Uh, it featured like some something like thousands of cloud servers to, to compile, right? And wait for it. It took 20 petadi- petabytes. I was, knew I was going to say 20 petabytes? That. 20 petabytes, thank you, of data. That's about 20 million gigabytes for those who aren't familiar with that particular term. And I'm actually sure about half of them are cat videos. But... I mean, just think about just the level of, of, of just how much data that is, right? And and because they're satellite images, they're really super high-res, very detailed stuff. Right. Um, so, so Rebecca Moore, who is the director of Google Earth, says that the aim of the project was to give people the tools to study the impact of climate change, like wildfires in the western U.S., because God knows we get a lot of that here in California, mm-hmm. or even deforestation in the Amazon, which she hopes will inspire action. And she was quoted as saying, we could objectively see global warming with our own eyes. It makes the abstract concrete. End quote. And I thought that was actually kind of a neat thing there, that you actually could can see this. And they actually and, and on the, the CNET.com website uh, where I found this article, you actually could see basically twenty year or I'm sorry, b I am sorry The can not do the math, forty plus years, almost forty years of images that are that are plowed through over Cape Cod, Massachusetts where you see, like, the bottom part of it um basically, like, grows a little bit. There's, like, a little more land appears, but some of it disappears as well. So you can actually see, like, erosion in kind of, like, it in real time, in a manner of speaking, of, of, of over a period of 40-odd years showing in a matter of seconds. So I thought it was actually kind of an interesting thing that, you know, if you're into climate change, you want to, you know, do better by the world, you kind of see what bad weather patterns and all that stuff, what kind of impact it has. That's what you can see is that. So I thought that was actually kind of cool. Now is this like uh accessible on Google Maps or this is Google Earth. So the so the Google Earth. So if you have that service or at, or use that service, uh they now have this new feature called time lapse. And and you know, I I don't know if it costs extra. I didn't mention anything along those lines, but I can only imagine that it's like, you know, for all the money they put into actually getting all these servers to be able to compile that data so you can watch this stuff. I mean the cost of it's gotta be kind of insane, so I can't imagine it wouldn't cost something, but I don't actually don't I didn't say anything along those lines, so I might assume I, that too. I'm gonna be
0: honest, I kinda of forgot Google Earth is still,
1: still exists. Yeah, right. So it's like I kinda of make you wonder who uses it, but I mean it's like most of us is like ah oh, Google Maps, I wonder where you know where the nearest in and out burger is or whatever. Yeah, you know? or something. Like, oh like right? Google
2: Earth.
1: Yeah, exactly. I was like that's exactly. still around I'm like, Oh, yeah. okay.
0: I, <laughs> right. I I only used it once and I never use it again.
1: Oh, is that right? Oh, wow! Yeah, I've never even tried it myself that I could think of. So I may just have to dabble in it later on, just for just for kicks and yeah. see what it's all about. Uh, it's pretty much free. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. So.
0: Yay! I, mean, I like free. You know, signing up for a Google account that's the cost.
1: Oh well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the cost you your privacy. Your no, never mind. I'm not gonna get into that. No, nah, I mean you're right. You're absolutely right. So. <laughs> True. You you log into Google. You check stuff out. It tracks your butt. Then sells you stuff.
0: Yay! Mm-hmm. Yep was so you the stuff right there. Privacy
1: be damned and all that. Alright, Simon, what's next for you there? So you know how I've
0: talked about a few weeks ago. Well, actually a month. Actually a month now. Oh my gosh. See I and time. So,
1: like, so I, I have no idea what day it is anymore. It's been so long since I bothered. <laughs>
0: it's finally no here. well at least for, for one device. T Mobile's own Samsung Galaxy Note twenty. Their version, the brand one, right? Finally, brings eSIM and dual SIM support for the Samsung <laughs> Galaxy Note 20. Sorry for you, 21 fans. No support for you guys yet. You know? <laughs> no support for you. Yeah, Next! but finally, you know, at what's yes? It it it's finally happening. So if you guys uh-huh. do have a Galaxy Note S 20, you can now. Use your eSIM. You know how yeah. Samsung advertised that it's already there, but here in the states, it's not available for you to use because it's locked or something like that, or they've disabled the function. Right on. So, you know, I guess they had to work with the carriers to enable it, and just now you guys can do it. So, you know, welcome to the eSIM club. <laughs> After like a year, no. So the S twenty came out in I believe twenty nineteen because last year was the S twenty one. Uh, the okay, 21 okay. series. So, what's ridiculous now is like every every year now when they release a new phone,
2: mm-hmm. you
0: know, they might claim that, "Oh, hey, this does support heaps, but you know, not here in the states. So you got to wait another <laughs> not year. <for> you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's like, I remember, I remember you talking about? That that was a real big pain of the fanny. About it. it's like, oh, you mean the U.S. people can do it, but everywhere else can? Yeah. It's kind no, of-
0: everywhere else can, but U.S. can. Right, 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 right.
1: So, so I mean, th- I still find it kind of ridiculous
0: that. You know, these users that bought a phone that came out in 2019 mm-hmm. have to wait. Wait, did it come out in 2019, the S20? Well,
2: yeah, I'd look it, it up. Well, yo, I believe you it go. did.
0: Okay. Last year was the 21. All right, all right. So it's more than a year. <laughs> it's technically two years, depending. Right, when. right,
1: depending on when, right, right. When the well, actual well, phone came, let's out. average it to a year and a half. There we go. Came out okay. a year, and <laughs> half.
0: a year and a half later. Then you get this kind of support.
1: God, geez.
0: I mean, that's still not acceptable. All right? It should be day one. You get it the minute you they ship out your phone. You get that functionality. Okay, just like how he is, you get if you buy a Google Pixel or an Apple iPhone, it's just right there the, the day you buy it.
1: Right, right. No. Well, you know, I would imagine there's probably all sorts of reasons why it didn't happen that way. I mean, I, I I couldn't give you particulars about it, but I would imagine there were, like, rules and regulations and other stuff like that. And I would imagine that uh, they were like, okay, yeah, you know what? Screw the U.S. Everybody else is doing it this way. If the U.S. wants to catch up later on. They can do that. They just went that route. Could be something akin to that, or the U.S. So, simply didn't want to participate, so they opted us out. I don't know. It could be a lot of things
0: that are involved. That doesn't right? make – I mean, like well, – how come Apple is able to do it and Google is able to do it?
1: Well, you're asking the wrong guy. Yeah. Ask the so, government. They probably have the answer. I don't think
0: it's government. I think it's no. company. Well, maybe.
1: most maybe. like a company. Hmm. So, it could be that too.
0: So it's like if if it's government, if it's U.S., then Apple and Google wouldn't be able to do it.
2: That's a good point. That's a very good point.
0: So it has to do something with Samsung.
2: Hmm. Those
0: so, I, you know, what, in their time frame, you know. The Twenty One Family, the Samsung Twenty One Family. You guys, they get your eSIM probably a year and a half,
1: maybe. So hopefully, I, hopefully sooner. All things said, but we'll. I guess we'll. But do that's ridiculous. I mean, come on, I'm like, why would you do that? I mean, I, I would imagine there is a good business reason that's profit minded. I don't. That's know. not a good business reason. I did not say business. it was. I am <laughs> just saying there might be. I didn't say it's pretty. It's pretty. Dumb.
0: It's no, I am sure it is. Yeah. And I've seen in Reddit posts like people are like, "Hey, you know what? I'm not gonna buy Samsung phones anymore." You know, they advertise that through eSIM and you should be able to work, but not here in yeah. the states. So, like, some people are just not even gonna buy Samsung phones anymore
1: because of well, that. Well, there's true, but I mean, I would imagine. Well, yeah, there there is that. You know, I mean, it, it's probably something that wouldn't stop me necessarily, but. Yeah. You know, I've I've been buying Samsung phones for for years. I've always been very happy with them, but never had a real big issue with them. So, I mean, it probably wouldn't stop me, but I would imagine it depends on what your phone usage is that would really dictate whether you want the phone or not, or the notepad or whatever. So, a lot of of factors that go into it.
0: But it's like saying that, you know, Samsung advertised, let's say in the near future, they brought another phone out with SD cards because they're kind of disappearing now. Right. And they say, like, hey, you know, expandable storage again. We brought it back, and you buy it, it's like, oh, that that feature is not available in the US. Wouldn't you be pissed off without telling? Oh, I'd be, you retur- I'd be
1: returning the phone in a yeah. heartbeat. Are you kidding? Be, yeah. That's like rather false, false
0: advertising. It's ridiculous. It is. It definitely is. And you know, just uh, it, it's disappointing to see that. Like it's like I said, like if you guys never try eSIM and you have an eSIM phone, give it a yeah. shot. It's like save you so much time. From- Getting a freaking SIM card, you're like, oh, here, here's a free SIM card, but it's not really free. You know why? Because you have to pay shipping. <laughs> right,
1: right, right. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah well, the shipping, shipping is a separate service. You got to give them the benefit of the doubt. way through Amazon, but you got Amazon Prime. You're really kind of paying for it, anyways. I mean, you know, the money comes out of your wallet one way or another. So, you know, yeah, but, some, you know somebody I mean, is paying for it. Yeah, but you know, that's like, that's all. It's paying ten dollars for a SIM card is ridiculous. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's a plastic yeah. card right crown. <laughs> it's a plastic car. Yep, that's true. Well, you know what else would be ridiculous to buy? And and this is just my opinion here. All yeah,
0: right. I, I'm pretty sure I know
1: what you want. Well, yeah, you know if you, you want something ridiculous to buy and you happen to have a lot of money just lying around for this kind this kind of thing? Flying cars. That's what you should put your money into. Flying cars just like the Jetsons. Oh my god. Okay, so Okay. Flying cars, uh, um, Truly, it, it, when you really think about it, is one of the more visionary dreams that that has ever graced the imaginations of you know, of Americans and even worldwide for easily the past five decades or more, right? Yeah, and you know so and and by God, invariably it's always inspired by traffic jams. I mean, if you've ever been in a car, been in a traffic jam, you're like, God, I wish I could just fly over this thing or get into a big you know, four by four vehicle and run over all the cars like they do in those monster truck rallies. I know I do, but that, that's beside the point. So, okay, so. <laughs> All right. So anyways, if you would just happen to have a mere $5,000 just lying around and whatnot, you could put it down for a deposit on a flying car called Asuka. That's actually the the name of the car. Kind of like you got the Ford Mustang. This car is actually called the Asuka, which according to the article that I read about this Mm -hmm. is actually Japanese for flying bird. Now, I didn't totally believe that. I was kind of curious to whether that was true. Google Translate uh, tells me that it is Tonde Irotori is actually what flying bird means. So I'm like, okay, so they're starting off with a big lie, the kind of way I look at this, with bad marketing or whatever. Anyways, this vehicle that they're talking about is like the size of a large SUV. It could fit four passengers and has a 50-foot wingspan. So you wouldn't be mistaken to ask it for like a really large bird or anything like that. Probably <laughs> some, probably something more akin to, akin to a, a Tonde Iro Kaba. Okay. That's a flying hippo, in case you were curious about flying this. I don't
0: <laughs> Japanese, so I don't know man. Well, I
1: was about to say, yeah, that's Japanese for flying hippo. And yes, I had to look that up. But, so, this $5,000, which, which actually is fully refundable, is actually kept in escrow. Here's what it gets you. It'll get you the following. One share of company stock. Admittance to status update meetings every three to six months. And last but not least, a place at the head of the line for planned 1,500 limited edition models of the Aska. Woo!
0: If ever happens,
1: well, happens. Well, no. Well, there, there is that. But you know what, Simon, you're going to ask me how much is that going to cost? How much does it cost, my friend? Well, I will tell you, it will cost you less than one million dollars. <laughs> God, well,
0: that seems it like it was, good news, <laughs> right?
1: It will cost you when you get one of these limited edition Aska vehicles, seven hundred and eighty nine thousand dollars. Yes, one of fifteen hundred. Now, should this actually go through, and people actually do pony up, you know, you know, just over three quarters of a million dollars for one of these flying vehicles, limited edition flying vehicles, invariably the capital from all that will allow for a second set of ASCAS to be produced, which will cost around 589000 And And eventually, eventually, a third set for mass production models will drop to a paltry $359,000 each. These vehicles are available in 2026. Yeah. <laughs> probably not probably not here in in the US. I you know what? Honestly, I, I did it didn't mention anything about whether they're available in the US or not. Um, no, I don't think
0: it I mean, I don't see us, you know, being able to do flying cars here in the States. Maybe we, in Japan.
1: Yeah. Maybe in Japan. man, we aren't even smart enough to be you know, be driving around on the roads as it is. You don't yeah. handle flying vehicles. Come on. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just gonna get ruined by people. The experience. <laughs> no, it's entirely true. But what's kind of wild about this, if, if I what I read the article was, that the the whole thing is completely electric. So that's the good part about that. You actually don't need gas to actually to actually launch this thing. That's now, good. yeah. So it's not so bad. It has like a range of two hundred fifty miles. So it's actually not bad for what it offers. So I mean, the money that you're paying for it could be worth it if you had. You know, half a million dollars lying around for fun to nope, get one of these vehicles, no. <laughs> and you be able to tutor all over Los Angeles or wherever you live at, and fly from point A to point B. But,
0: and come on, the fact, <laughs> the fact you think that this will actually happen here in Los Angeles—it's it's just hysterical. I, you know what? I, I don't I, think it'll happen. Not here. Ah, so.
1: God, it, 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 I just, I, I, you know, it didn't mention anything about safety features. Like, you know, God forbid you collide with something else. I mean, I mean. I, I could set, you know, like get a small room of people and say, "Okay, tell us what could happen to go wrong," and they'll come up with this laundry list, you know, ten pages long of stuff that would go wrong. And, and these are already like pilots, you know, you get pilots and yeah. they'll come up with a twenty-page document, probably. You know, it's like I okay, mean, well,
0: uh,
1: I mean, they've been talking about flying cars for ages. Oh well, no, it's it's, it's, it's one never... of those, those science fiction things. It's a yeah. big sci-fi thing, and I, and I get that. It's cool. I love the idea. <laughs> But if you've ever I mean if you've ever watched, you know, any of the episodes, the, the early episodes of, you know, like episodes one, two or three of, of Star Wars, right? You go to the Planet Coruscant and there are always <laughs> rows of traffic in the background. Nobody's like flying all over everywhere like a like a big a hornet's nest or anything like that, or or a big swarm of bees, and they're all in, in traffic lines and they're just flying along, whatever. You know, and they're I'm sure there are there are probably traffic jams, and it's really dangerous. And very action packed if you're one of the Jedi that's like jumping out and causing problems. But you know, it's <laughs> right. It's oh my god, yeah. I it's it's really ridiculous. I mean would it really make a big difference if everybody had a flying car? Because the traffic would arguably just be just as bad no, in the future matter. as it is in right the sky. Now. <laughs> in the sky. And it's dangerous because if you crash, you fall to the ground. Oh my god. Yeah, so
0: I mean it won't happen in yeah. our lifetime, I will not see it. So.
1: No, no. Pr- well, well, it says 2026, so I'm curious to see. You know, we only got five years on this one, so if we will be around for that, kind of curious to see if it'll actually happen. That's what I want to. I actually want to see. I this don't happen. know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I I see it right now as an uber wealthy thing, but God forbid if it does go to mass production, everybody can get one. That's what I'm going to worry about. It, you know, when it becomes actually as cheap as buying, you know, a Mustang or or a Honda or something along those lines, where, you know. Yeah, I got 40 grand. Let me uh, plug it down for a big flying vehicle and I get, you know, from point A to point B and plug it into my house so I can charge (laughs) it, you know, which is, which is cool. But really, you know, I need to get a pilot's license. You got to get so many hours of of flying under your belt, just like you do with an airplane. I mean, there's just all sorts of issues that go with it.
0: Yeah. A lot of red tape you have
1: to go through. Right. Right. Which is what we have to go through just to get a driver's license. Yeah,
0: just to get a driver's license. And you see how
1: people drive as it is. So, you know what? (laughs) Ugh. So oh we have wow. one more story. One more story. Lay it on me, Simon. What do you got? Story. What's the story?
0: It is back to Apple. Oh,
1: my God. Those guys.
0: Those guys, yeah. Those, those guys. guys making so much stuff. But this <laughs> is a rumor from Kuo. Ooh, and like Kuo is, is an analyst and has been predicting a lot of stuff, Ooh. you know, from... Whatever inside sources that he get. And does he put on a
1: wizard robe and hat when he does his predictions? I don't
0: know, but he's been fairly right about them. Okay. All right. All right. Like, oh, man, every time when we see like a cool post, like, Oh, okay. So that's what we're going to get. And most of the time it turns out that's what we're getting not All pretty. right. Good to know. So right. 2022. iPhones to feature 48 megapixel cameras. Ooh. 8K video. Oh, yeah. I think I saw ads about that kind of thing. That's pretty wild. A 6.1 and 6.7 inch screen size. And no 5.4 mini option. So they're probably going to I want to say they're going to entirely get rid of the mini option, but I feel like they might do something else with it because apparently it's not been selling well.
2: Right, right.
0: So the upcoming 2022 iPhone lineup feature two devices, you know, one's a 6.1-inch screen size and 67 screen size. Huh. And this will be the iPhone 14. You know, So the 13s will still look like what we got from last year. Right, right. And they say it might be a little smaller notch in between for the Face ID. You know, so in terms of pixel size, the iPhone 12, iPhone 13, and the new 2H22 iPhone are about 1.7, you know, UM, 2UM, and 1.25 UM, respectively. We believe that Hmm. the new 2H22 iPhone, I'm guessing the iPhone 14, may support direct 48 megapixel output and 12 megapixel four cells merge output output simultaneously. So, it's really about the cameras.
1: Yeah, it yeah, sounds like it. It really sounds like it, which which is always a good thing. Apple, the one thing I will grant Apple above and beyond, even though I'm not much of an Apple fanboy. In all things said, the has always managed to put out like better video, better pictures, like c- rather consistently at least at least in my experience, rather consistently that their their video and their pictures are always better than whatever Samsung puts out. That's that's just been my experience. I'm not saying that it doesn't like flip back and forth between the two, but whenever I compare like pictures that I take, you know, comparison to what my wife takes, if she has an, uh, an iPhone herself. Nine times out of ten, they're usually a lot better. Uh yeah, I do agree. Yeah, yeah. So, and, so it sounds like sounds like this is gonna be a massive step up in, in, in the in the in the video games, so if you will. So and that'll some be something poss- else to see.
0: And another possibility is that Cool Preview said that Apple will introduce a hole punch front front camera in the 2022 iPhone. So okay, that next year, and nice. that at least one iPhone in 2023. So iPhone 15. They call it, or whatever they call it, will feature oh, I... a under-display Touch ID. Formerly, Touch ID was the fingerprint, so now it hmm. be under-display and a full-screen display with no notches or holes. Wow! Oh. So, the next next year's iPhone and potentially the year after, the one after, will be will look much more different than what we have what we have so far. Mmm, interesting. Yeah, yeah.
1: sounds
0: What's really, really cool. Interesting
1: is how much will it cost? How, how much good? will it cost, mean, Can you tell us how much will it cost?
0: Well, they don't—they're not going to give a price right now, but uh, probably going to be around the same prices that we've been paying. A thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, pretty much. So it mean, which which means you're a fifth of the way to actually getting a flying car.
0: Eh, that uh, phones more <laughs> practical than a flying car. <laughs> I'd rather spend money on a phone than a flying car.
1: I, frankly, I'm inclined to agree with you. I, <laughs> and frankly, I'd rather put the five grand down on like a new car because I know actually I could pay that down.
0: It's, oh my god! But
1: you know what they're saying is that
0: the the mini, see, I'm holding my mini right here. You no, know, this is not going to be sold again. You know, right. Possibly going to be discontinued in 2022. Wow, which is kind of disappointing. But I feel like here's what Apple could do. So Apple right now has they do have a cheap iPhone. That starts at three ninety nine or three forty nine. Right? Okay. It's called the iPhone SE two, and what it basically is is a older version of another iPhone, like an iPhone eight. Right. That has a four point seven inch screen, hmm. and <laughs> all they did it was they upgraded the components, kind of even it out with what we have so far.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So here's what they could do. I'm going to show you that to you because Jeff All doesn't right. really follow Apple.
1: <laughs> no,
0: no, like, I <laughs> like,
1: no, I don't. No, I don't. I I follow Apple in their lawsuits. That's what I follow.
0: <laughs> yes, I don't know why you love lawsuits. So like, this you is know, I,
1: well, no, because I mean, I mean, stuff like that actually has a massive impact on what, uh, you know, on, on the marketplace and how Apple does business with other companies and so forth. That, that's a big deal. That's Obviously, it's a lot of money, too, for that matter. You look at that, you know, millions and millions of dollars, billions, arguably, uh, you know, b- when you argue it between, like, you know, Epic Games, Fortnite, and, and the Apple Store. But that was last week. I already talked about that, so now it's your turn. So, by all means, tell me more about this Apple products, Levin.
0: So, this is what they currently have, is the iPhone SE, right. which looks exactly like an iPhone 8, or iPhone right. 7, even iPhone 6S. Somewhere. Okay. So it's a 4.7 inch screen iPhone. And all it really does, all it really has is a better camera uh, from previous, no, pretty much the same camera from previous versions. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe a little bit different, but I don't see that much difference. And a faster processor. Okay. So what I think it does, yeah, it starts at 399 for a 64 gig. Nice. So, what I think they could do, let's look at this iPhone, the iPhone lineup right now. So, we have the 12, the 12, the 12 minis in there. We got the iPhone SE.
2: you
0: mm-hmm. got the 11 and then the ten R, which just came out 2018. Get rid of that already, Apple. There's no mm-hmm. need for that, to be honest. Yeah. So, here's what I think they should do. Now, when I say they should do, they probably won't do it. So.
1: No, no, they're not they're, they're not listening to you, Simon. I mean yeah. you're an important guy, just not that important, yeah. that's all. So here's what
0: they should do. The iPhone S E, get rid of the iPhone SE, the current version, move down the twelve mini, and make that the new iPhone SE. Oh. Okay, okay. That iPhone S E you no know, it's a four point inch screen, four point seven inch screen, and you no. Know, like right now, they have the iPhone 12 Mini. It's thinner you know, and it has a bigger screen size, but it still feels compact. You, you, I mean, you, you hold this before. You held it.
1: Yeah, I have. I, me- I remember feeling with it. It is a much smaller phone to be sure. Yeah. So
0: there's no need to have that same design again for the iPhone SE two right now. That mm-hmm. whole design that's been there for so many years. Drop that. Make the iPhone 12 mini, the new iPhone SE, okay, and get rid of the 10R. Seriously, just get rid of the 10R, and just, you know, when the 13 comes, just sell the iPhone 12. No, start the iPhone 11. Right, and right, and then the iPhone 12. Those are the right. six point one inch screen sizes. Okay. Actually, <laughs> no. Get rid of the iPhone 11. Period. Really, yeah. Because the and iPhone that, 11 uses an older processor; they're, they don't. They're not going to upgrade it.
1: So you're going to have,
0: right? have an iPhone SE that's faster than an iPhone 11. That doesn't
1: make any sense, you know. Right. Well, I mean, they, well, usually when they come out with new phones, they still obviously stop producing the older ones, and whatnot, because there's no money or, in it, or the no, they. The they
0: still make the old ones, but they don't make it like the different variations of the old. So, like they're right. not selling like the iPhone 11 Pro, Pro Max. No, they're just selling the base model version. Right, right, right. So get rid of the ten R and even get rid of the eleven. We just have that as the twelve. So there'll be the iPhone S E, the new iPhone S E, and then start out the iPhone twelve for next year, for this year, and then you're gonna have your
1: regular iPhone thirteen, iPhone thirteen Pro Pro Max. Well by God man, call them. Let them know what you think.
0: <laughs> well, that's so, what I think, was listed, so.
1: see how well that goes. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, I, I don't they. Much. I mean, I have a feeling they're just gonna. They're going to just get rid of the mini and just leave it at that same lineup.
1: So, right. Well, I mean, the question <laughs> that's is it. The, is the mini actually selling? Are people really buying it still? Is is a really a market for it? I mean, that, I mean, obviously, if you really you really got to follow the money and and what the sales are telling you. And when you go by that, I mean, no, well, I mean
0: the mini it's selling but not selling well enough but i think the reason why it's because it might be too expensive the way they priced it so uh, if they price that. that mini as close to an se level pricing mm-hmm. i'm sure a lot of people will buy it because the se starts at 399 the iphone 12 mini starts at
1: Wow. Okay. Okay. So maybe crank that one down a little bit, and that'll yeah. that'll uh, that'll get the prices, the sales going. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. And it just it just seems more practical to do
0: that because mm. you know, iPhone SE right now. The iPhone SE too. Like, still old design. Hmm. Get rid of that design. We don't need anymore.
1: Stop recycling. <laughs> recycling right. old
0: design. Just like okay, let's throw in a new processor in there. All right. Cool. New yeah, iPhone.
1: Yeah, they they gotta like find a find a way to get a little more more innovative with their designs, whatnot. I mean, Steve Jobs isn't around anymore to figure it out for you guys, so they need to really start kind of cranking up their game on that end if they really want to, you know, come up with something new and different and awesome and you know in that regard. But yeah,
0: I I think people still there's still people out there that want to buy smaller
1: phones. Maybe, but not at that price. Yeah, no, that's that's crazy. I mean, if the phone were gonna last like five, six, seven years, yeah, then I could justify that kind of a price, but. They last two, three years tops. So it's like, oh, I need a new phone. I'm like, dude. No, they last
0: longer. It's just people like to upgrade.
1: Well, there's that, but I would imagine the the level of abuse some of these phones go through probably shortens their lifespan as well. So there's there's a lot that it depends. Goes it. I
0: mean, it yeah. really depends how people use it.
1: True, true, true. There are
0: people that take good, real good care of it, and people that don't really care about it and just yeah. <laughs> toss it around like it's nothing. Yeah, that's you true. Know, so. That is true. That is true. Yeah. So. That's probably the next iPhone. So, hey, Apple, you know, just get rid of what, you know, redesign the SE. You
2: know? Yeah, yeah.
0: And that little mini phone that that's not selling well, it'll probably sell well if you, you know, do something a little bit different.
1: Right <laughs> on. Right on. Sounds like a but, plan. Well, by God, you let them know that. <laughs> sure. No right, you'll to, see how that goes. Listen right? to
0: some nobody.
1: Some guy in LA, dude. Some you gotta guy do in this. LA. Yeah. Some guy in LA. You gotta do this. Some one.
0: guy in LA hosting the show with some other dude in LA. <laughs> yeah. <so.
1: laughs> yeah. They'll listen
0: to us. You yeah.
1: Hey, man, it can happen. It can yeah, happen. Can happen. Admit, yeah. Didn't say it would. It say it <laughs> would happen.
0: So
2: it could happen.
1: It's conditional.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, All that right. does not
1: that does it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for joining us for another episode of the Tech That Doesn't Bitecast. Uh, you can visit our website at Uh, You can visit our YouTube channel where you can like and subscribe to us. Uh, we have all sorts of podcast channels that you can find our our, our bitecasts on. Uh, so if you got a podcast format that you like, look for us, subscribe to it, like it, and all that good stuff. Give us feedback. We'd also love to hear from you as well.
0: Yeah, if you guys are watching the live stream or... The stream after, you know, leave, feel free to leave your comments, yep. and also stay tuned. We're, we we have review videos, and the reason why they've been coming out a little bit late is because we want to actually use the product a little bit longer and review it. So, yep. you know, yep. I don't want to just get a product and then use it for a day and then just start reviewing. I rather actually want to use it yep. for a couple more days, even a week, and then review it because I feel that's.
1: That, we want to be, that's thorough. a service for us to We guys. want to, be, we want to be thorough, try to test out all the angles and all that good yeah. stuff. So that's what we do. We try to make sure we kind of grind it into the ground. We try to break it in a manner of speaking, but not actually break it. But you get the point. We want, we want to get it right as it were. Yeah. We get try to do opinion. that. You know,
0: I'm, and we've been trying to get videos out weekly basis, but. Right. Yeah. It, it's a, a little tough. Yeah. With a two, two person team right here, you know, with. Really old computers. It doesn't really help you So you know, you know <laughs> it, really it does either. work.
1: It does it work, works,
0: but you know, it takes time.
2: Right?
1: It works well enough for my purposes. That's all I'm going to say about my computer. Well, stop <laughs> being selfish. Right? So, yeah. So there
0: will be another video. be coming out soon. You know, yep. I'm I'm hoping by this weekend. Yep. Sunday. The earliest is going to be Monday, and. A little sneak preview. It's, you know, something with the carrier.
1: That's all I can say. That's all I can say. Well, there's, there's so many carriers out here. Gee, I wonder which one it could be. <laughs> there's a lot. There's, there's a, a lot. few. Now there there are a few out here. I, I'm, I'm making fun, but there are a few out here. So we'll we'll have a good time with that.
0: Yeah, and uh, right. Jeff will also get back to reviewing stuff as well pretty soon. Got to try that. Yeah, absolutely. It's so been a little tough. A little busy.
1: I'm working, on it. I'm working <laughs> on it.
0: Yeah, he's working on it. Sure. No, okay.
1: All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us for another episode of Tech That Does a Bite Cast. We hope to see you next time again for another showing. Take care, everyone. Bye, everyone.